0: White cannot pass. You're rubbish. Okay, let's do our intro. this is Lennox with another episode of Protection from Noob, with my co-host Josh. Hello. We're back after a needlessly long hiatus with episode 3, Blue Version. We're going to start off talking a little bit about some of the news that's come up, and uh, then we're going to get on discussing some Type 2 decks. Or, well, one Type 2 deck in particular. Um, Time And We should point out this is Blue Version. Partially to celebrate the fact that um, Pokemon Heart, Gold and Soul, Silver has come out. And I've been playing religiously since it's come out. Why are we calling it Blue? Why don't we call it Gold and Silver? Because we're old school, right? This is going back to the original games. You know, the, the cool games, when it was cool to play Pokemon. It could be Blue version, so I played Blue and you played Red, so you're the Red version. <laughs> we discussed this clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Okay, so Josh is going to be talking about uh, Time Civ. And then in the red version, episode 3, red, which is basically the same podcast with, well, with some slight differences, much like Pokemon itself. high five, which, good. Uh, we're going to be talking about Jund. You need to listen to both podcasts to hear all the information, but a nice way to break it down, I think. And also because we sort of Pokemon. Okay, let's start with the news first. Um, okay, so we've had some ups and downs in the news recently. Um, on the same day that *Scars of Mirrodin* was announced, the um, reserve list change or the reserve policy um, was officially told that after this year, nothing on that list is going to be released ever again. Oh, that's a shame. Not even in promo versions. Because. Um,
1: so, what was it before, and how has
0: it changed? Before, there was a list of cards which would never be printed wouldn't be released in non-promotional versions like a foil version or something um, but th- there was talks about changing it they've put um, some of the old cards um, in uh, some other some of the special box sets that are coming out so like from the vault relics and some dual decks and stuff they're having old cards coming out in that uh, like Mox Diamond just is going to be in from the vault relics um, and then They've, so they were talking about maybe they'll change it and now they've just completely gone and said nope, not even special promo versions these cards will have again printed again uh, apparently What
1: about the Hidden Treasures sort of thing? Will they be changed? Will they be in that if they do another Hidden Treasures?
0: Well, I, d- I don't know because obviously the Hidden Treasures weren't reprinted they were just old cards that Wizards bought off eBay and put in boosters no, no. So, um, But again, I don't know because that's different because it doesn't change I mean, it doesn't change the circulation of cards. There's X number of, car- of these cards printed. We're just buying them up from the collectors and then putting them back out there. Whereas printing new versions means that there's, like, new cards out there. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that sounds cool. Well, personally, I think they did it just to piss Ben with off. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. Get a real name like Smith and then I'll pronounce it. You're a lovely man. Hold your mic closer to your mouth.
1: You're a lovely man.
0: Talk normally. And I'm back. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I mean, Scars and Meriden was announced. Nothing concrete other than like the name, which we already knew has been announced. But I, I do feel they kind of tried to cover up the reserve list information, the reserve list like policy Whatever you want to call it, they tried to push it out at the same time and get it hidden by the fact that I was going. Oh my God, scars of Mirrodin! Any idea of any of any themes of this block yet? I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and say artifacts. Right,
1: I think you're wrong. <laughs> really? Yeah, because Mirrodin was all about the five moons, which are moons or suns, different colours. Five suns. Five suns, and there's loads of artifacts on this. So I think the scars will be pre Mirid Post-Miridin might close to us I think it'd be post-Miridin But Not Artifact based Because I realised how that Really Was quite dull uh,
0: No, artifacts are cool They just have to Balance the power level I think Because like Affinity was stupid Every artifact block's been Overpowered though Like The or Urza's one of se- them Urza's was an enchantment block They just had some really Broken artifacts in there That can happen at any time Look at gta. That was in a ship block. That's a single one. Yeah, that's a single artifact. But, like, okay. But I mean, the artifact lands really made Mirrodin sort of a bit broken. But even the affinity decks at the moment only play like two cards that have actually got affinity written on them. Yeah, there's so just I'm lots quite of. I
1: However,. Uh, I had something actually important to say then. Well, not important,
0: relevant. I mean,. It's not the fact they're artifacts. I mean, for affinity, for artifacts, obviously, it's the fact they're artifacts, and modular is the fact they're artifacts. Yeah, but it's the fact you can play them with any color mana. Yeah, that's good.
1: Um, what? Well, yeah, what I was gonna say is, they might be timing this for extended because Mirrodin's the next one to cycle out, and they might be cycling
0: back in a powerful extend, a powerful load of artifacts. Stop doing that with your mic. I can what? hear it, because you're going, you might be cycling in a powerful lot of artifacts. I don't mean to. I did
1: it deliberately then. Yeah. Um, yeah, they might be cycling in a powerful lot of artifacts, because
0: they'll be broken. They'll be broken. A fantasy.
1: After after this season, there's going to be very few hardcore artifacts and extended. You're going to lose all the control artifacts. Yeah. Like your and the explosives and stuff. You're going to lose your aggro artifacts. The only artifact you can going to have left in extended is going to be Jitte. Yeah. So, they might be telling me it like that. The same way they, they did with the fetchlands. The moment the fetchlands disappeared from extended, a new set were printed two yeah. days later. Yeah. I, I mean... But I don't think it's going to be an Artifact-based set. I think it'll be another multicoloured set. Because <laughs> it? are just that fucking cool.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know, because Artifacts themselves aren't broken. I mean, Charles Valara had a massive Artifact theme. That was... Not artifacts though, was it? Oh, it was multicoloured um, artifacts. It was still artifacts. It's colored still artifacts stuff. sucked balls. There's still Mind Lock Orb, it's a fucking enchantment.
1: Suck my kit suck my cock, it's what an enchantment. Is? Like cards like Mind Lock Orb uh art- coloured artifacts. Yeah. With static effects. Uh, mind mindlock orb. you like Mind Lock Orb. That's a fucking enchantment. Why have you written an artifact on that? <laughs> <laughs> Just print an enchantment <laughs> which says players can't search libraries. And it's no different other than the blood artifact, and
0: it wasn't necessary. I think it'll be colorless artifact for the same reason they had Shadowmoor Eventide come out as like a separate theme, and it's sort of mono-colour, but multicolor at the same time. And then they go into multicolor block, and they're doing it now with Rise of the, I- Rise of the Eldrazi, going okay, here's loads of colorless creatures and colorless spells. Oh, right into an artifact block. Artifact block win. Yes. I think that's what they do. Okay. Time sieve.
1: Yeah, I played time sieve. Why? Because I had two decks built. I had red deck wins. And time Civ. And I was going to lend Red Deck Wins to a friend, who then decided he was too hungover to play Magic. So then I had a choice between see. Red Deck Wins and Civ. And I decided that Civ would be a more fun day out to play with. Even though you're a bit hungover. Yeah. Haven't you learnt your lesson from um Nats last year? <laughs> from the Nats in previous years that don't play Magic from over. Um, so I like hungover and take Civ to a PTQ. Yeah, right. That was last year, Save at the PTQ. That was horrible. Anyway. Yeah, so I played Civ. at our qualifier. The one that we went to a few weeks ago. Let's
0: um, go. Do you know, um... Well, we should probably explain what Time Siv is. So anyone does know. I'm sure most people do know. But, um... I need to find it. Where's it gone? Right. Time
1: Civ is a artifact from Shards of Alara. And it has a... It's a one it's so a black and a blue for an artifact with tap sacrifice five artifacts take an extra turn after this one and i combine that with open the vaults from n10 sure. so times there is is sacrifice artifacts take an extra turn open the vaults return all artifacts and enchantment cards from all graveyards into play meaning i can take a buttload of turns with this combination of cards, all I need is a couple of artifacts. And then
0: Such as border posts.
1: Such as in how will Yes. So to make my combo work, I play eight border posts instead of lands. They act as counterplay play tap lands as long as I've got a basic land. And all of my lands are basic lands apart from four martial arts which are effectively basic lands anyway. So I've got eight of my lands are artifact lands. I've got Everflowing Chalice, a new mindstone which can come into play for zero as a fifth artifact. I've got four Howling Mines as a draw engine to dig into these artifacts to make sure I get to them. And it gives me extra card advantage in the extra turns that I take. I play to draw even more cards. I've got my Glass Dust Hulks, which are eventually my win condition. There's four of them. There's four of them. I cycle them, and they come back with the Open the Vaults late game. Uh, I've got Collider Stone, which is a cycling artifact, two mana, comes to play, draw a card. That is a cycler, so it just replaces itself, and it's trash that I can put in the bin from Civ. And then I play a set of time warps to take even more turns. And full set of four. A full set of four time warps. Uh, and then I can't just rely on my Glast uh, Assaults for winning. So I've got two Jace Belland, Bellerin, the old Jace. I've got two Tezzeret and I've got a Lone Ass Doctor Foundry. Cool. For my red decks.
0: Yeah, so that's what I played. Okay, so we'll put the list up in the show notes. The sure. full list for people to look through. Sure. Um, you got Angel Song as well. So yeah, Angel Song as my fog effect.
1: I kind of wish it was Safe Passage on the day, but I needed Safe Passage to be one
0: mana cheaper to make it decent for me. Why Safe Passage from Red Deckwind? Uh... Burn
1: spells? Yeah, basically the burn spells factor off a bit
0: all day long. You're running um three Time Civ and one Thought Foundry instead of a full set of yeah. Time Yeah. Why did you choose that?
1: Alright, when I first built the deck, which is when it was when. Shards. I played four sieve, and then I lost a time sieve. So I put in a
0: to boundary. <laughs> Where you actually physically lost the time sieve?
1: Yeah, I've lost one of my time sieves. Okay. So at the moment I'm only the owner of three, Kay. but then I tucked in a to boundary because I saw a random list online a while ago, had one in there, and um I thought I'd give it a go at R uh in our play group i thought i'd give it a go with a little bit of testing and whenever i saw thought to foundry i tended to win because i could sack my jank artifacts like colloid stone and everflowing chalice sort of thing and that gains me life makes me a jump blocker and then the more i played with thought to foundry it got to points when three times this was absolutely fine because I'd definitely see one or most of the time I'd see one and then the thopter foundry would gain me life to keep me out of burn range and it jump-blocked me so it was beginning to be like a time-wolf anyway as well as an alternate wind condition if shit hits the fan I've got a 1-1 that can get in there 20 times and sometimes once a blue moon you win like that to do it today. day yeah, so the Thought Andrew, the more I played with it, the more interesting it became. Okay, so what's your main win condition?
0: Glassless Hulk. So, Glassless Hulk?
1: I win most games with Glassless Hulk.
0: So, bringing it back with Time Siv after you suckled it, and then.
1: So I Bring, uh, bring it back with Open the Vaults.
0: And then the following turn, playing more artifacts. Yeah, so I
1: play the Open the Vaults, and then. Say. Yeah, so say I suck five artifacts with Siv. So. Right, so, my typical turn six. I've got six mana out across the stretch of chalices, border-based and lands. I float six mana. I tap my time sieve. I play my open the vaults, open the vaults resolves, bringing back the five artifacts and the glass I sold from the turn before. I untap, hopefully drawing a card through, well hopefully a howling mine which has come back, or was in there before. So I draw cards off Howling Mine, and then... Any
0: Collider Stones that came back in as well. Yeah.
1: So I draw a buttload but of cards from the card- cards coming back into play. I untap, draw more, and if I hit my next Open the Vaults, then I just crack my Time sieve, play and Open the Vaults, and my Glass assault gets in again. Or I can just play Time Warp Attack, and it sounds quite loose, but it happens a lot. Seems quite tight.
0: Playing against it, it seems quite
1: <laughs> Yeah, it happens a lot. It's rare that I don't see a time see a, a time war for an open the vaults Okay. So sort of So yeah. The most the most I play with, the most times I win I win with Glaster Salk Um but I've got Tezzeret in there. He's my last season Tezzeret was my old was my main win condition before I started playing Glaster Salk But this season Tezzeret's been sat in my hand a lot. And I've played a lot less. Tessera and I was considering dropping Tessera for um, something else there's another artifact I was going to play I was considering dropping Tessera oh yeah I was considering dropping Tessera for Edisborn Candlest because I wanted something against Jund I thought hating out the Cascade seems okay sure Um, and it's an artefact that I can sack as well but then the week before the tournament when I was playing in our Wizard Play Network, <laughs> I won a buttload of games with Taseret, including a turn four kill, a turn five kill with the Taseret. I was like, "Can't need them in there." And then I played a lot more, and Taseret shooters up the times of at times of need. Seems good. S- you are only running three. Yeah, you are only running three. I go get a times of, or I go get a howling mine and kick my engine off. It kicks out and takes names. Because you've got a lot of
0: two mana artefacts. Eight. Eight. Twelve. Hand of mine, sieve, stopped foundry, collider stone. I guess you had elsewhere flask, was a big one, that you don't have anymore. Yeah. And your mind Stone variant is (laughs) here. Yeah, my mind's... That's fucking wicked, okay?
1: So I've got the mind stone, uh, Everflame Chalice, I've got that in here. Uh, That is another mana generator, on top of 24 other mana ger- generators. So, I'm actually playing 28 f- mana sources. Which seems like quite a lot. But, the kick-ass thing about Chalice is... Uh, say, late game, I've taken three extra turns, I've got my glass to talk back. Uh, I'm swinging for lethal when I open the bolts sort of thing. If I don't hit my open the bolts, but I hit a time warp i've got a bunch of shit in the yard and i was hoping to bring it back if i play a everflame chalice for zero i've made my glass to unblockable i've pumped it for no reason whatsoever but playing everflame chalice for zero is the nuts and once it's been opened the vaults it's no gain to me so it's something easy to sack to sieve, and it's easy to sack to my thought to foundry and it's wicked, it's really, really good.
0: Cause you were you were arming and arming about that over something else. What was the other thing that you were gonna run? Uh I was gonna run spell pierce.
1: What main? Main deck place that spell pierce. Which is
0: for those of you that don't know, the one man in a gate. Is it instant or is it also just instant? It's spell pierce? Yeah. Instant is counter spell. Yeah, just versus no, is it just versus instant oh versus non creature spell? Unless they pay two. Unless they pay two. Okay.
1: One blue counter target non-creature spell unless it's controller's it pays two. I w- cool. was gonna play four of those because it hoses Jun's Cascade.
0: Yeah. Because Jund takes out Pulse, which Jund Cascading pulse, into Pulse
1: and Blightning. Pulse and Blightning are probably the worst two cards for my deck.
0: <laughs> as long as they Pulse the right card. As
1: long as they Pulse the right card. Cool.
0: So. sweating <laughs> sexy okay so why did you choose to play this time shift version over say the open filigree um, Niels VN played in uh, San Diego I
1: chose my Civ deck because well the San Diego deck didn't play any time shift did it
0: it was just a it was straight out. It ran things. Uh, Sphinx lost a tree. Yeah, and just Henry, ditched stuff and Philip brought it back. Of will. So, yeah, I
1: I looked at it. I considered it, but I played Civ because I've been playing with it for
0: the better part of a year now. So, I played with what I knew. So, I mean, it, although they have opened the vaults, the decks, the two decks are actually very different. Looking at them now, I mean, yeah, definitely Neil's definitely. version. I think I pronounced that Neil. Why not? And he wants three border posts. Yeah. Okay. I think that's how he top hated the Pro Tool. Finding three comes and to play tab lands. And two celestial connectors could be a crossroads. No, but no, playing land lands which don't blow up to maelstrom pulse.
1: Oh right. That does help. I think if he had a full set of border posts. His is only blue white though. So if he had f- so he's played three out of the possible four.
0: But uh, he's still playing. He's playing two different types of board post: Miss Vane and Fieldpost. Same as you. Oh yeah, because he's got the artifacts. He's got Architects, Architects of Will. Okay. And Sharon the Hedgeman Yeah. Sure. Okay. My bad. Um. um yeah. Yeah. But he's also running four main deck spreading seeds. Yeah, they come back as well with yeah. you open the vaults, which is quite cool. That's good because that would be a good because you were running um <laughs> elsewhere flask and <laughs> that cycled season, out. Yeah. So that's two mana, draw a card. I was
1: considering Spreading Seas in my deck. I had...
0: You just can't sack it too well.
1: Yeah, I was considering Spreading Seas or Spell Piss. Or the overflowing Chalices. I chose the Chalices in the end because it's something else I can sack to my Time Sifs. Sure. If I wasn't playing Time Sifs, if I was playing, say, that opens deck, or one like that, where I ditch stuff and then bring it back, I'd probably play Spreading Seas. Because it hates one mana and it draws me cards. It's just two mana Cycler. Sure. with extra purpose
0: unless your island walkers game
1: yeah if I was playing an island walking deck <laughs> but then swelling season makes it
0: so I an I island i to apply for day release to get this tournament so. okay so now that you played the deck up uh, I mean you've talked about changing or you were considering what to play in that that slot where the other flowing chalice ended up in but is there uh, any more changes you make now that you've taken it to a serious tournament rather than just a FNM or a gateway are there any more changes that you'd make to it?
1: I don't know about the main deck, I'm pretty happy with my main deck at the moment Um, I haven't tested the new Jace at the moment which I want to do but then I'll probably do that when I start shitting money Um, the sideboard though on the day I played 3 negate in the board and I think I'd change that to Spell Pierce. Because you were running Spell Pierce to begin with, weren't you? Yeah, you I was running Spell Pierce a while back. And then I changed it for some reason. And then I never went back to it. Um, but yeah. I think I'd play Spell Pierce instead of Negate in my board. And on the day, I played three Negate, three Bane Slayer, three Day and three Silence, and three Path on my board. The change that I'd make to that is fuck the Negate and bring in the Spell Pierce. that it. I think I want to drop the Baneslayers and bring in some kind of hate, like a Spreading Seas
0: okay about Meddling Mage for Pulse
1: that would be um, pretty good but yeah you
0: know hey, what about Silence you said that you've got three Silence in your board is that is that good? So, I mean that was the card that when people first saw it was like oh my god this is amazing I like it. I
1: played it in my board and I brought it in against Jund. Every game against Jund. And it's really good. It's good against Jund. Yeah, because a third of my mana base is targetable by Pulse. So, Stone Rain on the play is good anyway. Stone Rain take out all your lands on the play is retarded on turn three. So, I get hands when... I do play out border face, border post, land sort of thing. Yeah. but if you're playing two different
0: border posts, it's not so bad.
1: But okay, so they're the same one. Sure. If they're then gonna if they're gonna if they're then they're gonna pulse it, then it's a bit annoying. And pulsing jund on turn or oh, silencing jund on turn three is pretty fun. And it gives me a chance to draw and a gate something better whatever you need,
0: whatever yeah, a, time need. Walk, really. it's it's a time walk really it's literally a time walk but it's irrelevant
1: yeah and then with my angel songs as well three one of each is three mana for Orem's Chant Kicked what is so? angel song and oh. silence and yeah it's cool I like
0: silence against Jund It's cool Okay, so do you want to talk about um, how the deck actually performed at the nationals qualifier?
1: Okay, as we mentioned earlier, I was pretty hanging. So round one, I played against Jund, which was the overly represented deck in the room, <laughs> There's so many of them. And Jund isn't my best matchup, which is the downfall of this deck; it loses to Jund. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I took it. On the fact that I wanted a fun day out rather than just all my rounds ended in five minutes and I end up eating a lot of pizza uh yeah, so game one round one I was up, I was it's gen round one, and game one, I comboed on turn five, and I think I won on the strong point of a deck, which no one has a fucking clue what's happening to them, so yeah m- my opponent uh maelstrom, maelstrom pulsed a jace that game in game one and I was hands down happy with that because if he pulsed my lands I was going absolutely nowhere but it meant I could untap, play a time walk, play and open the vaults and get back in the game something and I, wa- I comboed on like turn five or six in that game and that was wicked and then uh game two I played three silences turn three, four and five and then comboed on one and the guy got in a big huff and at the end of the game I went to shake his hand and say well done and I uh, shook his hand and then I said well done, he said what the fuck do you mean well done, he played three silences, I was like "Yep. do you want to sign the slip for me, I want <laughs> and then walked off because he's a middle aged man just got in a big old huff, I was like alright mate chillax for a minute
0: <laughs> Was it as bad as when that guy shouted at Ian?
1: Uh, it wasn't that bad but he did just throw his hand down in disgust like. Yeah, I was like, well, (laughs) (sighs) calm down. Okay, round two, I played against Jund again. Um, And then this guy seemed like he had a slight idea of what to do, because turn four, he pulsed away two of my lands. Ouch. And pulsing my lands really hurts. I'm convinced that if you're playing Jund against TimeSiv, you pulse the players land, not the players' howling mines. I can if you pulse my lands, then I'm back to that turn. If you pulse my howling mines and not my land, I can still rip the shit, sort of thing. Yeah. So if I'm on if I'm on five land, two of one border face, one of another and two land. For five land, two border faces or three lands, two border faces, the same. If you pulse my my two howling mines, for example, I can still untap and rip a time warp and then play and open the vault sort of thing. I've still got easier outs. Whereas if you time warp my border posts, pulse your border posts, pulse my border posts, then you poke my lands and you've actually set me back that many turns. Sure. And if you try and shut off my engine, then I play very few. Like, well, I. I tend to get out of it. It's quite a forgiving deck. So yeah. yeah it is.
0: What well, was it we were playing the other day? Us yeah. versus you with John. And like, what did I get you to? One? You got me to Oh no, I, I got you to no permanents in play except for four lands. And nothing in hand. I uh, four and lands One Four four lands of Howling Man.
1: First First turn I ripped land number five in time warp. Second turn I ripped a Class of yeah. and Open the Vaults. Or land and open the vaults. I can't
0: remember. It worked out that I it. You, you just drew two cards, wasn't it? Maybe, yeah. maybe had five lands in hand. No, maybe had six. No, man. yeah, six lands, didn't I? Six lands. So yeah, six lands, and one in white. Yeah. No cards in hand because I just blinded it away. You were lethal next turn, and you up us Hulk and opened the vaults.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to. You die had next no
0: Hulks in the yard, so you had no wink on yet. You didn't really have that many artifacts in the yard anyway, but you managed to have Glastus Hulk back and win. Yeah. Which I wasn't happy about. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, so that was the other. Uh
1: round two again. So I lost game one because he false my land. Uh game two, I won on turn five with Tezzeret, which was the whole reason he was still in my deck. <laughs> was because I had this ability to win ridiculously early without taking extra turns with the Because people just don't see the Don't Tesseract. see the ultimate yeah. and don't understand it. I Angel Songed to keep my Tezzeret alive. That's the cool thing about Tesserat. You play him on turn four accelerated with a chalice. You plus one him. You untapped two lands. You untapped two lands, and that's your angel song untapped. (laughs) Which is really cool. Um, And game three, my Johnned opponent played a Blightning, turns three to seven. And I lost. (laughs) (laughs) Which wasn't much of a surprise when he plays four Blightnings.
0: So you just won one round? One and three? It's one and one now. Okay.
1: Oh, that was game C. Yeah, it so. was game three. Okay. Uh round three, I played against Jund. Again. So that's three rounds. Three jund. Three jund. Uh game one, I comboed, did everything fine. And then on the penultimate turn that I knew I needed I knew ne- I untapped knowing I needed to rip a time war for a time ziv to take this one more turn. I had like three howling mines, so I had four I four draws, sort of thing. It's two iron mines and a J sort of thing. And I just drew lands and border faces. So it kind of sucked a bit. And then I just, So I fizzled that game and lost. Um, and then game two, the person pulsed my engine away, which I was absolutely fine with. And then they played John Charm in response to an open the vaults, and I lost because they exiled my yard. So I lost that round uh 2 So I'm now one and two. Then round four, I played against a black red fast sort of deck, and turns out against red burn decks. Me playing a howling mine on turn two, which I need to play, really fuels him. So I effectively win on turn five because a combo. He actually wins on turn 5. Sort of thing. So yeah. he beat me uh, 2 1 in that round. So I went 1 3 and dropped and drove
0: me to the train station. Drove you to the train station <laughs> and drove,
1: drove, drove you to t- the train station to go to your girlfriends and I drove to mine.
0: Yeah.
1: It seemed like a better play at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and That's magic. I'm not qualifying. I'll take the latter. No, the earlier one, the former. Forward, the form one. Yeah, it's less damaging to your
0: rating then. I don't know. Have you seen my girlfriend? <laughs> 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 she's not gonna be happy when I send her this in the mail.
1: If she's never listening to us again, I'm gonna. D- d- uh,
0: bollocks. <laughs> okay. So, um, despite the fact that you didn't do particularly well at the qualifier. Um, w- would you recommend this deck?
1: I'd say take Jund. Take Jund? Take Jund Nia. No, take a tier one deck. Play this at your
0: F&Ms and play networks. Okay, but say someone just wants a day just playing some magic with a fun deck, and they're like you. they like these crazy pointless decks. When you've got things like you've got Time Sieve, you've got the Open Filigree deck... You've got Pyromancer Ascension. You've got the Rooflayer Panamine deck. If
1: you like wacky, not tier one, but I'm gonna have fun playing the deck. Take, take this. It's this it's the fucking nuts. Like, I've I've lent it out across our groups sort or of thing, and I think it's a uh, what's it called? I think everyone loves playing it and hates playing yeah, against it. Yeah, playing against it is the most boring experience of your life. Playing against this deck. I quite like playing against this deck. But playing with it is it's the most fun I've had playing Magic playing with this deck. That's why I played it for an entire year. Two years. Yeah,
0: two. Two qualifying seasons, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Actually no, at the beginning of last season I was
0: playing Swans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly <again. laughs> This
0: sums you up for all the listeners. Anyone who's come to this podcast for the first time. Or hasn't picked it up from previous podcasts. <laughs> that sentence is just some fewer.
1: All right, listen to episode one. And the first thing I talk about is EDH, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking wicked. We do you not talk about this on this that on this podcast? You don't. I do. EDH okay. is banned. We have protection from it, and those that play it. I love EDH. Okay. Uh Sorry, you can't be in the podcast anymore. It's got <laughs> protection from you. Don't be a prick. I'll throw your iPhone out the
1: window. <laughs> Alright, okay. <laughs> no, but yeah. So EDH wicked, and the stupid combo decks. Oh wicked, so much fun. Like at the moment I will play Pyromancer's Ascension.
0: And Room Play Trap. And Room Flare Trap in the same deck. <laughs> in the same deck. It's amazing! See, I remember picking up your old timeshift deck, you left it at my house after Brighton last year. And I just goldfished it and it was fun. But I don't think I could do that to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> sitting across from
1: me. But that's a good thing. I can be a horrible, horrible person and this takes away an hour of someone's life. It's like <laughs> I I've always wanted to kill someone, this is basically as good.
0: Sure. It's like stealing an hour <laughs> of her life. Very, very slowly. Exactly. And killing a small part of them.
1: <laughs> exactly. If if there's still torture methods in the world, it would just be as you know, to torture someone you just get two people sitting down and make them play the mirror match, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's another Civ deck in the room. I walked in, looked over and there's a Civ deck in the room. It's like if I get him I'm just gonna pay him as much money as he wants to ID. <laughs> I'm not going through that. I played one Mirror online once and it was the worst day of my life. But yeah, this deck's wicked fun. I recommend playing it if you want to have a laugh. If you want to win, you need to
0: work out something Jund. for Jund. Sure. So um, I remember um, playing uh, Revelark, or Revelark Control with Combo Finish Uh National quali- Qualifiers two years ago. Yes. Yeah, do. and coming up against a kithkin player who didn't know the combo, and just watching his face as I comboed off was one of the best experiences of my life. It's <laughs> <Isn't laughs> wicked comboing
1: against people that don't know what's happening to you. <laughs> yeah. No, that don't know what's happening to them. It's brilliant. And that's another thing. If you play this deck, everyone thinks, "What the hell is happening to me?" Like, for example, a few years ago, someone played a turn two fertile ground against you. And you pumped a fist under the table. Like, nah, if someone lays a turn one border post against you. Okay, pre San Diego, if someone lays a turn one border post under the t- table.
0: What deck you pump the fist against? If someone plays a turn two fertile ground. In Law Wins, I think. Oh, what? Because you're getting a two for one? Because you basically won that game. Well, because they're playing fertile ground. Because they're playing ground. fertile ground. I love fertile ground.
1: Okay, the right. Blue, green, time warp. This is completely irrelevant to the podcast, okay? <laughs> you spend your turn two playing your... Okay, so turn one, you play Forest. Sure. Well, actually, no, I'll give you some respect. Turn one, you play your Red-Green-Snowland. Okay? Turn one, I play my Island and my Ancestral Vision. Turn two, you play your Fertile Ground. Turn two, I play my blossom. I see who's going to win this <laughs> game.
0: Already, <laughs> it's not even hard. So when I go turn two, Savage Lands, and you go turn one, Border Post. And I go turn two, Pooch Leech. Oh no, turn two <laughs> t- Raging Ravine. And you go turn two. I mine. Mine. And I go turn three lightning or pulse. And you go? Two? Yeah. Yeah, right, okay, so or, or I just get to four mana and let watch you tap out for your um, border post. And then I Run out of thought hemorrhage. I thought hammered, what a motherfucker that was. Name opened the vaults and rip two out of your hand and two from your deck, dealing you six and stopping you from combo. So I wonder how you won that game. Don't know.
1: Yeah, so I don't think I've got much else to say about this deck, but you should play it. It's the most fun. Sure. I've not had more fun with any other deck. Okay.
0: And i have to EDH. Not here, you don't? You let me. Okay, so should we wrap? Should we wrap? <laughs> sure, let's wrap it up for now. Um Okay, so let's wrap um what? Blue version up.
1: The real some shady. please stand up. Please don't throw that microphone at me.
0: <laughs> Bailey out. Yeah, me too. So you wanna be a master? Of do you have the skills to be? One. I do
1: The ultimate step, find the courage to be bold. To risk it all and not
0: forget the lessons that I hold. I want to go where no one's been, far beyond the ground. Learn the way to take command. Use the power that's in my hand. Uh, We all live in a Pokemon You wanna be a master?